0: That's right. Happy hooky-ween.
1: Oh, it's so spooky. Ah. It's a spooky episode. yeah, Blah. That's my uh, best uh, Dracula oh. impression. Is it? I'm talking like... The best? Bella Lugosi. Weak. Yeah, the best Dracula, uh-huh. Bella Lugosi.
0: Oh,
2: okay. Blah. Oh, no.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's like a... Mentally handicapped, Eastern European person. Oh, no! (laughs) He he sounds like Ukrainian forest Gump. (laughs) And then I was running, yeah. I ran. You ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Dan.
0: (laughs) Oh, bear me strength.
3: Good start. So
0: we're the A to Z show.
1: We are the A to Z show. Let's see. It's, it would be Halloween when you hear this, but we are recording this. It might be
3: happy Thanksgiving.
1: I can edit this really oh, quick. Oh, you're gonna edit this in fucking three hours? Mm-hmm. Kind of doubt it because this is gonna probably run for two. Yeah. So, mm. and you're still working on last week's episode. Yeah, and the one before that. <laughs> <laughs> I got this. <laughs> we'll get there. But no, we are recording on Halloween, 2019. Okay. Oh, that rhymes. How awesome is that? And uh, thank you guys so much for joining. And we. I mean at least not we but me. Just you. me yeah. love Halloween. Me love Halloween. Halloween make happy. Make strong. <laughs> no, but seriously, Halloween is uh it's my favorite holiday. Still? Oh, yeah, of course. Halloween fucking rules, man. Like, how I mean, do you not love Halloween? It's been your
0: favorite for quite a while. I, thought, I figured yeah, maybe... Yeah, 27 years now at this point, I believe. figured maybe you get you know tired of it, try something new.
1: No, never. Nope. I fucking love Halloween, man. I love horror movies. I love Halloween. Okay. The, Halloween is one of those great fucking uh, holidays that hits all age groups. Where it's like, when you're a kid, what do you get to do? You get to dress up like your favorite Mortal Kombat character. Sure. Go to people's fucking... I mean, you know, just... Throwing out ideas. Okay. Go to people's houses. They give you free fucking candy. Who doesn't love candy when you're fucking nine years old? It's the tits. Diabetics probably do. Well, fuck them. They don't count. Okay. Sorry, Diabetics Megan. aren't real people. That is the A to Z promise. Megan.
0: Oh. <laughs> it. It's okay. She doesn't listen.
1: One of our closest friends, Megan, is a diabetic. She also doesn't listen to the podcast, so it doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, no, like Halloween, you're a kid, you get free candy, you're a teenager, you get to kind of roll around with your buddies and get high and watch horror movies. Then you become like an adult, and you get to go to bars and get loaded, or go to, even better, go to Halloween parties if you're lucky enough to have a group of friends who also like Halloween.
0: Yeah, Or even better, go to your best friend's house and record a podcast. That is true. That's what we're doing right yeah. now. Yeah, because yeah, we had our Halloween party last week. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a pretty good one.
1: I think so. I think it was one of the better ones we've had. I mean, I had fun.
0: You should have. I did. You were running that beer pong table almost all night. No, I only won two games.
1: Because my partner Every was, time I looked, you were over there. So. My partner was a little weak, oh. to be honest with you. Oh. So, I lost Calling the second game. out the whole family. Game. I lost the second game, and then uh, Zabel and Daniel fucking yeah. ran the table for firing a Firing shots at Megan, and now shots at Corey. Corey knows. Corey knows I was carrying him. Corey was fucking... Uh, He's like a drinking game master, though. Now when it comes to fucking beer pong, I can tell you that much. Ooh. We definitely don't have to worry about those two uh, getting pregnant, because he clearly can't find the hole. Wow. Give me some. Hot, Hi- up top. Bam! Anyway. Mm-hmm. No, Halloween's the fucking tits, man. Like, you get candy, you get to like, like when you're an adult, it's, it's almost, it's weird, because kid Halloween and adult Halloween are both fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And not a lot of holidays have that. Where it's like, Christmas is better as a kid than it is as, a, as an adult. Christmas is still good as an adult. Yeah. But it's better when you're a kid and like Santa's coming and Santa totally exists everybody just so we all know. But when you get up a kid, like Santa stops dropping shit off for you cuz you're yeah. not a kid anymore. That's how like, that, that, that that's how it works. Tom yeah. Hanks is, you know, running the, the train and there's a hobo with skis and there's some weird kid with glasses who's asking for hot chocolate and has a weird nerdy voice. Uh It was a Polar Express joke, everybody. Jesus. I know your audience, man. I am at the bottom of the barrel right now. Yeah. But no, Christmas, I mean, obviously Santa Claus is real. We all know that. 100%.
0: Right? I mean, nobody's doubting you. Okay, good.
1: But once you get old enough, Santa stops dropping your presents, which is kind of a bummer, but... Then you kind of like, you get old enough to realize what the fun thing about Christmas is, where it's like, you know, people kind of come together and there's like this sort of fun. It was
0: inside of you the whole time.
1: No, because yeah. Santa's real. But the spirit of Christmas is inside of you the right. whole time, yeah. Which no. is
0: what makes Christmas fun.
1: Like, honestly, it is kind of fun to see like people sort of like each other during Christmas. It's, it's kind of yeah. cool. But like, you know, it's not as fun as when you're a kid. But okay. Halloween is still fun, no matter what age group you're in. Halloween is my favorite holiday
0: of all time. So, to that point, you've mentioned everything so far, but old people, what's old age Halloween like? Why is that fun?
1: Old age Halloween, you get to hand out candy to little kids and make them smile. You get to watch like dope-ass
0: uh, horror movies. My grandma never saw a horror movie in her life, I don't
1: think. My, that's all my grandma watched was horror movies. Yeah, so you had a different experience. Well, your grandma was fucking wrong, I'll tell you that much. Okay. And then also, if you want to have a lot of fun when you're old, mm-hmm. you get to scare little kids when they come up to your house for, like, candy. Oh, that's true. You yeah, get to fucking, you're having fun regardless. Okay. No one, like, no one doesn't have fun. That's a double negative. Everyone has fun on Halloween. That's a double positive. Well, yeah, but that's grammatically correct. Everyone has fun on Halloween, regardless of age group, is what I'm trying to say.
0: I think you said that. You you weren't trying to.
1: Yeah, but you were trying to argue with me the whole fucking time. I was just trying to little... get you to prove
0: your point. You were like, oh, everybody has fun, and then you just stopped after adulthood.
1: I'm pretty sure like, I just- Like, that's funny. the end. Yeah, but then I just- I'm not at it, the though. end yet, Zach. There's yeah, life I, after this. I just proved it for the fun- Oh, I mean, like, life after- life after you're dead?
0: No, after this podcast. Oh,
1: I was gonna say, like, after you're dead, you get to be a ghost. Then Then it's Halloween every fucking day. You're fucking moving shit around, you're uh, making blood pour out of walls, some lady falls in the pool in her backyard and it's full of skeletons, like, all the cool shit.
0: Oh, I didn't know we had that power.
1: That was a poltergeist joke. Oh, okay. Did you not get that? No.
0: I have not seen that one.
1: Oh, it's a really good movie. The original. I'm sure it's been remade, I'm not 100% on that, but I assume. But yeah, no, the uh, original, she's like, in the pool or like... It's about to be a pool. I forget which, and then like a bunch of skeletons and shit like that. It's the same one with like the the raw steak, like inches along the counter, like a fucking inchworm kind of thing.
0: Hmm.
1: It's a really good movie, actually. Okay. I think it was Spielberg, if I'm not mistaken.
0: He was a producer, I think. He's yeah. a producer. Okay. I always thought he was it a director. It was uh, Toby Hooper was the director. That's right. a that right. Chainsaw. Yeah, but Spielberg was
1: connected to I'm
0: it. Oh, sorry.
1: Easy. I, easy. Andrew Fodderbub. We haven't even watched fucking Jojo Rabbit yet and you're fucking throwing that <laughs> Jew shit out.
0: Hey, debuting in St. Louis this weekend. Yeah, we're probably going to miss that, sadly. Yeah.
1: I am excited to see it, though. I've seen a lot of good, uh, not reviews, but I've seen a lot of good reactions from people on Twitter that I like. Okay. Who are like, this fucking movie is amazing. So.
0: I'm still hearing Oscar buzz so far, so that'd be Ooh. cool.
1: Excellent, that would be fun.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Probably won't happen. Well, actually, it probably will happen, and it'll be like Donald yeah. Trump's a Nazi too. So wha?
0: That would be a fun Wah. one, I think, to do for my uh, <laughs> Oscar viewing party that I do every year. So.
1: Jojo Rabbit, yeah. yeah. Well, something tells me I'm going to be willing to watch that movie like every three days because it looks fucking amazing. Yeah. It's got a lot of people that I like, and it just uh, looks like it's such a great movie. But uh yeah, it is Halloween. Happy late Halloween to everybody who's listening to this. This'll probably come around this'll probably come out around, I don't know, fucking Thanksgiving, I assume.
0: Mm, possible. Yeah. <laughs> but
1: uh yeah, no, we're recording this on Halloween. This is two years in a row now we've recorded on Halloween. Yeah. That's kinda dope. We used to
0: do Wednesday podcasts and then we transitioned to Thursdays, so
1: And it's still there. Yeah. And then next year it'll be on a Saturday. Yeah. And we won't be recording. We might. Because Can't I'll be handing hand out fucking candy we on my fucking pro- Oh my god, we should record during. Ooh. What do you think about that? Next year, we'll just yeah. like, because you know, we've got like a year to build up money, so maybe we'll be able to afford some shit. Yeah. We can just pull everything over to my house, we'll put yeah. it all on my front porch, and then while we're we're recording a podcast, yeah. we're just handing out fucking king size Snicker bars to kids coming through. Yeah. How fucking great would that feel? And download
0: cards so they can download
1: the episode. Oh, yeah, no, no, for sure. They can have right. everything for the, uh, like, all of our, you know, whenever Audible starts right. uh, sponsoring us. Right. Which will happen exactly
0: never. <laughs> Throw out that A to Z shirts from, from our merch store.
1: Use our code A to Never for the new, <laughs> to download our audio book of Andrew, so which I'm, is I'm How Ditching to Take Care to of it, a Drunken.
0: Podcast with somebody named Never? I don't think I would do that.
1: No, I just mean that we're never going to get sponsored. There's no fucking oh, way. Okay. You could get sponsored. But you'll. If you want to get this podcast sponsored, you're going to have to drop me, buddy. I don't know what to tell you. It
3: works out. Our book club podcast will definitely get sponsored. That's true. That. Yeah. Audible will definitely sponsor that. That's how we listen that. to yeah.
2: everything.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, I can see that. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's just. I am. Uh... And we could bring
0: in the monkey every once in a while to dance for us. Yeah, everyone. Suzanne? <laughs> No, that's not allowed topical, thank you, uh, but
1: yeah, I'm just you know I'm just too punk rock and edgy to ever get sponsored, man like I'm not gonna play your corporate fucking games, bro, fucking lights out, gorilla radio, turn that shit up. Someone doesn't like money
0: over here.
1: <laughs> I fucking love money, I just know it's never coming to me, so I don't have to fucking try to wait for it. Unless the Chinese government wants me to stop talking about Hong Kong, in which case we'll see. Yeah, never know. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> that's fun. Yeah. Anyway, let's uh, introduce ourselves here. This is yeah. the A to Z podcast. It Thank is. you guys so much for joining in. Uh, as always, the A to Z podcast ship is helmed by the wonderful, wholesome, beautiful America's yeah. sweetheart, oh. Andrew. He is the A, and then the bottom dregs of that barrel, mm. who makes all the comedy and actually makes you want to listen to this podcast, is the Z, and
0: that or is Zed, me. If you're Canadian. I am
1: Zach, oh yeah, of, of course, I'm not going to talk shit on Canadians, yeah. I, I love hockey, a to Z. and I am the Z, uh, I am Zach, I am America's failed comedian, and then, because it is Halloween, we have a very special That's not only why. We have a very special guest. She is our social media manager. She is the queen of questions. She is also the residential witch of the A to Z podcast, sponsored witch of the A to Z podcast, Emma herself. Emma herself, how are you, my dear?
3: I'm great, and also not sponsored.
1: You're sponsored by the A to Z podcast.
3: Oh, okay. So this is like a guest spot kind of thing. That's we, disappointing. For
0: we the paid listeners. good money to have you down here.
3: Right. That's now. unlikely. You paid hey, me in vodka, but that works.
1: Hey guys, just a side story. None of this matters. I'm just kind of just throwing something out on the side. If you're ever into like improv you're about comedy, life? life doesn't matter. No, like uh, just if you're, <laughs> you're ever trying to diss me, you bitch. Are you if nihilistic you're ever, now? If you're ever doing like anything uh, creative together, where you're live recording something. Mm-hmm. There is a rule in improv comedy, it's called yes and yeah. where you don't ever say no to somebody, you kind of just roll with it. Mm-hmm. So just make sure you always do that. Okay. Rebellion bitch. So anyway, back mm-hmm. to the uh Rather
0: than yes and, I think Emma's, you know, part of the maybe but.
3: Yeah. All nah. about the butts. This
1: is definitely about the maybes, I can tell you that much. Mm-hmm. Like, are you straight? Maybe.
3: Well, that's not accurate. Hmm. It's just definitely
1: no. Do you want to eat at this restaurant tonight? Maybe. Well,
3: that's
1: maybe. <laughs> Don't ever ask her that fucking question. I mean unless stick you stick got...
3: to the less complicated topics for me, like sexuality.
1: I mean, unless you got forty five minutes to kill, in which case, feel free to ask Eva what she wants to eat. I mean I have to edit this later, so no. <laughs> for the Halloween podcast, how are you, my dear?
3: Fucking great.
1: Okay. By the way, I was watching uh before I came out to the bar earlier today, because I got off work early today and uh, decided to go to the bar. Because I actually hadn't had a beer in about two or three days. Really? Yeah. I mean, I still had alcohol. I had whiskey in my house, so I was just drinking straight whiskeys. Okay. That's still and then, weird, uh, though. Yeah, like, we just kept forgetting to go to Casey's to get beers on the way home. Okay. So I would just go home and drink, you know, a couple glasses of whiskey and just call that at night. And then... um. I went home early today because we had no- nothing to do at work. So I was like, well, I'm just going to go home early. Like, fuck it. It'll be fun. Uh, you know, it's Halloween. You got to celebrate a little bit. But it was like 1.30 by the time like I had gotten home, changed clothes, had some lunch and everything. Mm-hmm. And I did want to just start drinking straight whiskeys because I knew I had a podcast to record. But I also didn't feel like driving to the gas station to buy a case of beers. Okay. So I was like, well, fuck it. I'll just go to the bar and get some beers. So I went and got some beer. So yeah, that was like my first beer I've had in like two, three days, which uh-huh. is probably the longest I've gone without actually having a beer. Granted, I was still having alcohol during that. So I wasn't having like the DTs. I wasn't shaking or seeing bugs crawling out of the fucking wall.
0: Well, none more than normal.
1: But I had had a beer though, which is different. is all I'm saying. Uh, we went to the pageant Sunday and uh, we'll talk about well, what we saw earlier, or later, anyway.
0: Earlier than later?
1: Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about what we saw later in the podcast, but mm-hmm. um, I uh, got me and Emma each a beer mm-hmm. at the pageant. Uh, I had a nice citywide IPA, which is a very good... Mm-hmm.
0: A little four-hands action?
1: Is that four-hands? Yeah, yeah, that is four-hands. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so a nice local mm-hmm. St. Louis brewery, make really good beers, mm-hmm. uh, delicious beers, honestly. So I got a nice uh, citywide IPA, and then uh, we got Emma a can of Ultra, because she didn't want to go through the whole like hassle of doing it what she usually does now, because she's trying to stop drinking beer, because she's doing the uh, uh, Ultra. It's or, a
3: vodka cleanse?
1: Yeah, she's doing vodka water oh. instead, <laughs> just to kind of kill some of the uh, empty calories you get from beers. I see. So instead, we got her just a can of Ultra, because it was way easier than asking for that. And then it was, uh, for my beer and her beer, it was $17 for two Oof. cans of beer, which, um, I mean, I'm not going to tell the pageant how to run their life, but fuck, did that seem a little heavy. Yeah.
3: I feel like they'd make more money off of cheaper beers than they do off of people going, oh, that was really fucking expensive for do beers. I'm going to just stop here. Like, had it equaled out to like $12, we probably would have gotten another beer. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that.
0: Now, they were 16s, though, right? They weren't just 12s. Well,
3: yeah, they were 16s, but still. I feel like at most they should have been like six bucks each.
1: I mean, I would have even have accepted seven each. Yeah. Because that's like, that's like ballpark prices. Mm-hmm. You can't be too mad at that. Yeah. But yeah, when it's like $17 for two beers, you're immediately like, well, I guess we're each getting one beer then, and that's the end of the night. <laughs> Or they could have been smart and done what uh, happened to us at the comedy club for uh, (laughs) Doug Loves Movies. Fuck, what was that club? I forget. Helium. Funny Bone. No, it was Helium. Yeah, 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 no, it it was was Helium. No, because Funny Bone is in... Is that that fucking mall. Funny Bone's at Westport. Yeah, Yeah, it's by the Galleria. It is by the Galleria. I've actually worked uh, open mic nights for both of those. Oh. Yeah, I uh, didn't get any laughs at either of them, so it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're the failed comedian. Yeah, I'm not funny. Spoiler alert. That's how it works. Yeah.
1: But uh, no, it's actually a pretty funny uh, story for you uh, guys and gals listening or others, whatever. Um, Me and America's sweetheart Andrew went to Helium to see Doug Loves Movies, a live recording of Doug Loves Movies. Mm -hmm. Great podcast. Everybody should definitely check it out. It's Doug Benson and his friends talking about whatever movie it is they're going to watch that time. They have a good time. They make a lot of jokes. They're really funny people. Play movie trivia. Yeah, they play movie trivia. They're very talented. It's a great podcast. And it's even better in real life. Too. It really is. I've we had a lot it. of fun. We went there, and then uh, Varble drove. So I was like, well, I'll just buy the beers at the comedy club. That'll kind of even us out. And he was mm-hmm. like, deal. And we had, uh, I think we had three buckets?
0: We did. We had were... two, and then they were getting ready to wrap up. And we were like, oh, let's just do one more. We were yeah. fine. Yeah, because
1: yeah, the girl, cause the waitress walked by, and she was like, you guys want one more beer, We're really? like, or one more bucket? We were like, yeah, fuck it. We can have one more bucket. So we had like... About fifteen beers mm-hmm. split between the two of us, so you know nothing that heavy. No. Neither of us were really that fucked up. I mean, maybe had a bit of a buzz on, a little bit. And it was uh, what was eighty seven. It, 87 it or was something like that eighty seven dollars altogether at the mm-hmm. end of it. And I remember looking at you being like, "We might have to split this." <laughs> <laughs> like I was expecting, like I was thinking, heavy prices. I was thinking with tip mm-hmm. I'd hit maybe 75 is okay. what I expected. Yeah. Without tip it was 87, 87. fucking dollars and I'm like <laughs> well with tip this is at least 105. So yeah. fuck. <laughs> yeah, that was uh it was a little rough.
0: A little, little eye opening, yeah.
1: Not talking shit on on Helium. They're yeah. actually a really good comedy club. Uh, they run a very good open mic by the way. Okay. Granted they well they used to run a very good. I don't I haven't been there in, you know, 5 6 years now at this point. Back when I used to do open mics all the time, they had a pretty good open mic night. And, uh, you know, they were fun. They were really open to new talent coming up and things like that. But, uh, yeah, those beers are a little expensive. You know, if you're smart, just get fucking mixed drinks there. They're probably maybe like a quarter more than a than a beer. Yeah. Just get a fucking, you know, a whiskey Coke or something like that or a gin and tonic. Yeah, because I think most shows there are two-drink minimum. But uh, As far as I know, pretty much always. Yeah. Unless it's like a huge name which you usually don't see because it's kind of a small club. Mm -hmm. But it's a really good comedy club. But they have a two-drink minimum, which is one of those things where, at least for me, for every comic that I know and I've worked with, it's kind of a love-hate thing when it comes to two-drink minimums because you love it because if people are a little bit more drunk, they're a little bit more willing to laugh at things.
0: Okay, except in your case.
1: Tr- oh, nobody's gonna laugh at me, it doesn't matter. I mean, we, we've got, like, almost 60-something episodes of podcast to prove that nobody laughs at my shit. But, uh... So, yeah, if somebody's a little bit more drunk on a two-drink minimum, they're a little bit more willing to laugh. But they're also, if they're a loud, obnoxious twat, they're also far more willing to, um... Hack... uh uh To, uh, heckle. And ruin your fucking, uh, bit. And things like that. So... It's a love hate thing. It kinda loosens the doors a little bit, but also lets a lot of the fucking rats in. Sometimes I mean? those doors have squeaky hinges. Exactly. So. Same kind of thing. But uh yeah. So
0: anyway, where did this start? God I don't
1: know. Damn, You're, usually You're usually the, the one to bring love. it back. So. I know that's my bad. Do what? The pageant
3: show and then your story about healing?
1: Yeah, the pageant show. We were at the pageant. We had a good time there. Uh, anyway, coming back to the podcast, let's just in case this is somebody's first episode. Uh, welcome, by the way. Again, A to Z show. Andrew is America's Sweetheart. Zach is America's Phil Comedian. We have the Queen of Questions slash social media manager slash uh, official witch of the podcast, Emma, is here just because it's a special Halloween episode. And uh, what we try to do here is. Read a couple topics, try to get into some uh, pop culture things, movies, comics, video games, anything wild going on. And then do our best to try to find some humor in it and have a good time and laugh at it. So we can just all hope you guys had a great Halloween. Hope you guys have a good Thanksgiving, because I assume by the time this comes out, it'll be about <laughs> three days before Thanksgiving. Yeah. And uh, thanks again for tuning in. So we are... See you later, guys. All right, cool. bye. Yeah, go ahead and
0: edit. I can't wait to have this episode out. <laughs> that's, I'm all, like, that's the whole thing. I'm going to make my goal to like... have this out on like November the 9th and just rub it in your <laughs> goddamn face.
1: Go ahead, make make
0: it your goal. Yeah. Well, I'll be
1: fucking out, shocked yeah. if it's, it's out on, November, on the uh, November the 9th. Uh,
3: donate to Rooster Teeth's Extra Life if you can. They should still be open by then. It's a really great charity that donates to children. This in is not coming
1: out on November the 9th.
3: But in case it does, donate to Extra Life. Rooster yeah. Teeth has one that goes far longer than most uh, Extra Life charities. We
1: have a better chance of my dick spontaneously growing six inches mm-hmm. than Varble having this How ready for November the 9th. But
0: which one would you enjoy more? the podcast
1: yeah Yeah. for sure
3: i mean i'm all about charity so yeah
1: (laughs) yeah that's what that's what she says every time she has sex with me oh okay i'm all about charity i'm very Uh, giving and then she goes good for you and then she like taps me on the back of the like like, on the back she's like good for you yeah you tried (laughs) oh you did your best
3: we should do topics before this gets out of hand i mean it already is but
1: are we getting close to the topics is it almost topic time
0: i mean we didn't talk that much about what is that like one of the topics you were gonna? Yeah, make no, you? I was yeah. gonna like throw that well, into the topics, that like the and that's topic. cool. It's The first topic. Sure. Okay. It's time for topics.
1: It is for sure, topic time.
0: Halloween edition. Spooky.
1: <laughs> and we're back. I'm fucking making characters here. Sorry <laughs> oh. that I'm trying to make the content better.
0: Just stick to pedophile Batman.
1: I'll <laughs> oh, stick to him. Stick to him like a nine-year-old's tight, sweet little pants. All day. Creamy, hairless thighs.
0: (laughs) I regret everything.
3: You you caused that.
0: (laughs) It's true. He doesn't really naturally slip into it. I always am the cause of that. Robin,
1: do you like... Movies about gladiators.
0: Oh, Go an airplane on us. Have you
1: ever seen a grown man naked? Lucius! Has he ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> why why know, would he know? Do you know what my greatest dream is? <laughs> I'm sitting in an Italian cafe. And I see you there on the other table. And you're with a sweet sapo. 14 year old Filipino boy, and you look at me and you smile, and I don't say anything because Italy will not send us back to America to get persecuted for our beliefs. Thank you, Michael K. <laughs> Oh weird. I learned the... that I can make Andrew laugh that hard. <laughs> oh, shit. Did you expect me to go there? I did play? not. That definitely <laughs> I thought you had jumped. I
0: thought you were transitioning to just a Batman or no, Dark Knight No, I was Night still Rises. doing
1: Batman. I was still, doing, I was yeah, still there. Yeah. Because one day, <laughs> a man put me in charge of the one thing he held. It's like an purchase. autistic Australian. I think it sounds exactly like Michael K. Uh, The size of a tangerine.
3: I said you're too staccato about it. Okay,
1: let's let's hear yours. Nope.
0: That doesn't sound anything like him.
3: Yep.
0: (laughs) Alfred, is he legal?
1: No. (laughs) The size (laughs) of a tangerine. Margaret's dream is to see a sweet hairless Filipino boy sitting in our coffee space. And then we sit there and we enjoy a nice mocha. And then his skin is also mocha. And then we paint him like a Jackson Pollock easel. <laughs> You could turn on a black light and he would glow like Casper, the friendly ghost.
3: <laughs> I mean, that's absurd, but also you went a little bit away from the Michael Caine impression at the end of there.
1: Oh, fuck. I'll show you away from this Michael Caine impression.
3: Go away, pedophile Batman.
1: The Bat Signal. There's a young boy you need of help. And then, like, I need a grappling hook noise. <laughs> We don't have a folded board, sorry. <laughs> not yet. I, I can guarantee you a lot of that bit is going to be on the soundboard. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, it's not going to be in the episode. I'll tell you that.
1: And a hairless Filipino boy. <laughs> <laughs> Topics. Oh fuck.
0: <laughs> Come back to us. Okay. All, all right. Ready. So what do we do Sunday? We were at the pageant.
1: We're at the pageant, and we got to see, seeing as how I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit yet, and even Mm -hmm. with that being out there, I'm still going to say it, I would say the best movie of 2019. Oh. Yeah, we saw the best movie of 2019, Sunday.
0: It was very entertaining. It'll definitely be on my top ten list.
1: Should definitely be uh, Oscar nominated. (laughs) It's probably not going to win the Oscar, because there wasn't enough gays in it. Or like dead. I mean, they kinda were, there were or slavery. There were a couple. Not enough. Also, definitely need like a best actor uh nomination. A nomination. I'm not saying an award, but a nomination. Because somebody did a great job in their role.
3: Ben Affleck.
1: Fuck yeah, Ben always Ben <laughs> Affleck. We're of course talking about Batman versus Superman. <laughs> martha
0: (laughs) and we lost him again no seriously
1: guys here's what we did uh sunday we went to the pageant in st louis down there on delmar and then we got to watch jay and silent bob reboot live at the pageant afterwards got to have a nice q and a with, uh, personally, one of my favorite directors, and I would say one of your favorite directors as well. I think so, yeah. I would think even one of Emma's favorite directors, if I'm not mistaken. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's Kevin and uh, Jay Muse, a uh, personal hero of mine. They were there for that, to do a and a afterwards. So yeah, we got to watch the newest Jay and Silent Bob movie. Mm-hmm. And it was, honestly, perfect, if you ask me. Fucking incredible. I think it was a perfect film.
0: It hit a lot of really fun notes. Really tied all the Vosk universe together more than any other previous movie, I think. Oh yeah, for
1: sure. No, you could definitely tell he was working for that. He was just like, "Like this is my fucking end game. Let's let's do this. Yeah. Let's just put it all there." Uh, let me just say before we get into the full talk about the movie, just full disclosure: we are a little bit biased. At least I am. Well, I yeah, mean, yeah. I love mm-hmm. everything Kevin Smith's ever made. I've watched every movie he's ever made, even Cop Out, which is probably his worst flick. And you didn't love f- that, though, right? Fully his first part. I mean, I'd watch it over uh, several other films, including Suicide Squad. So, mm. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so, I mean, we are a little biased here, but Kevin Smith is one of the greatest directors and 100% one of the greatest human beings to ever exist he's just a fucking wonderful man and we love him very much and the fucking movie was just like i honestly i considered it a perfect film it was everything that i wanted in a film it It was really good pacing it was good pacing the writing was well done there Mm -hmm. was fun like there was fun there it was heartfelt yeah it was one of the most heartfelt films i've ever seen in my life
0: considering the
1: circumstances yeah yeah, okay, that is true. I wanted to uh, point that out before we start talking about this. Um, I guess if you haven't seen any other Kevin Smith film, I don't know what you would think about this movie. Yeah, I don't...
3: I assume that they would probably hate it because, I mean, a lot of it It leans jumps heavily. around a lot. <laughs> yeah, a lot of it leans heavily on his previous work. Yeah. And making references and homages toward his previous
1: works so I mean, but he's he didn't a, know it... knowing who the characters are before he's, they yeah. show up on screen. He's a referential film writer though. Mm-hmm. So I mean there is that. I guess I could see if you were unaware of Kevin Smith and hadn't seen a Kevin Smith movie before, I could see how you would be like this is fucking stupid. And you know, I I guess that's that's a fair criticism to put towards a movie to be like well if you haven't seen the other ones this isn't as good. But then you could say about you could say that about some of the greatest movies ever made. I mean you could say that about fucking Return of the Jedi. If you hadn't watched Empire Strikes Back or fucking A New Hope, what would Return of the Jedi mean to you? You'd be like, I don't know what the fuck this is. This is all stupid. I mean, like, there's some cool shit going on. And, I mean, it's good effects and things, but so I mean, you know, this is a this is the third film just in this saga. I mean, if you count the entire View Askew universe, we're talking I don't know, this is like the ninth or tenth film at this point, or something like that. Mm, somewhere around there, yeah. So I mean, uh, you know. I guess that that is a criticism you could make, but I think that's a criticism you can make of anything that is not a standalone film, though. Yeah, it's a sequel, yeah. so. Right. Yeah. I mean, like you know, I mean, uh, fucking what's everybody's favorite movie? A fucking bullshit. Uh, the anything with the uh, Avengers. If you haven't watched any of the Avengers movies, you'd be like, "This is fucking stupid." I don't get like why this is important. So. Yeah. I guess technically it's a fair um, criticism, but when you put it in uh context you know it's it, it it makes sense but i thought it was fucking amazing and it was tear jerking uh i almost cried a couple times it's fucking hilarious <laughs> and uh i can't wait for it to come out so i can buy it
0: it's definitely rewatchable that's for sure
1: Oh, it, like, uh, that movie, like, most of everything else that Kevin Smith has made, I could watch probably every day and never really get tired of it. Yeah. Like, I could watch Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back every 12 hours and probably (laughs) never get tired of it, honestly. And, I mean, granted, you have to have a pretty high IQ to understand the (laughs) subtleness of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. So, I guess maybe I'm just smarter than everybody else, but... That's a good point, yeah. (laughs)
3: <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob-ception.
1: That is a great inside joke for anyone who knows what Jay and Silent Bob is. <laughs> I'm just being like, you yeah, know, that is the dumbest fucking movie ever made. I'm like, yeah, exactly. That's the point. So, And then, like, fucking Affleck was in that motherfucker. Again. Spoilers. That is the only spoiler I'm going to give. I need to not do a lot of spoilers, so I'm going to do my best to not give spoilers. But we got fucking Affleck back in that also, motherfucker. Also, I pointed it
3: out before that, so... <laughs> But then I went, oh, fuck,
2: spoilers.
1: Yeah. And, like, he's been able to pull Affleck into, like, so many of them. Like, how cool is that? Affleck is the fucking... Batman. Bomb in Phantoms, Joe! No, but seriously, Jane's Home Reboot. Reboot, uh, at least just from my personal opinion, almost a perfect film. It's everything you want in a movie. It's funny. I mean, granted, you have to have seen the other movies to get a lot of the humor and stuff like that. I understand that. So... Let's just say you have seen the other ones and stuff like that. Uh, the movie is funny, it's heartfelt, it's well-written, it's well-paced, it's shot well. It's everything you're looking for in a film. It's entertaining. Like, like yeah, mean, I, the fuck else do you want? You know what I mean? I mean, granted, Leonardo DiCaprio didn't get raped by a bear in it, like in the fucking Revenant, but
0: still. Yeah. It's a good movie. Uh,
1: what did you think, buddy?
0: I'm a fan. I just... Um... I don't, it's going to sound too pretentious, I guess. Oh, my God. Is he going to be the contrarian <laughs> for once? Shit. No. I mean, for once. <laughs> well, I didn't get the critic for yeah. once. Yeah. It was an entertaining movie. And as much as, you know, like a, a good summer movie where you just kind of shut your brain off, go into it, and, and try to enjoy yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. there's. I mean, I love Kevin Smith, and he makes those kind of movies. It's Like you said, he's, it was laughable to think that he's going to get an academy award we were making jokes about it earlier you know that's just not something that's going to happen so it's hard to really qualify it with a lot of the other movies i've been seeing lately right because it's starting to get into oscar season so that's why i was saying like the heartfelt part of it like it, it is heartfelt it's got a lot of touching emotional scenes in it but but mostly just if you know the characters and you know what's going on you know
3: now that. I feel like that film takes a lot of context to really get how good it is. If you go uh, into it with no context, then it's not even close to a heartfelt film, and it's not even a logical film. Like, it's completely... I mean, there's a certain scene with a certain somebody in a church, and that would make no sense mm-hmm. if you that knew nothing yeah. about any of his films. Like, <clears throat> right. it's completely disjointed if you don't know the source material for all of the references.
0: Yeah. If Even knowing it, stable. it's still totally, like the completely throwaway thing. Like, yeah, it makes it makes no sense in the context of the actual movie.
1: No, absolutely not. I would say though that um, if you came at it in a totally, you know, unknowledgeable kind of way, you don't know anything of his past movies or anything that he's making uh, references to. I still think you could feel something from the sort of father-daughter things that happen in that i still feel like you could feel emotions from those scenes at least that's true yeah it
0: is a universal theme yeah
1: i mean there there is a universal theme like kind of like under everything else hey granted i mean like i said before we start talking about this i'm very biased and Mm -hmm. i will admit that not only have i seen all of his movies i also listen to all his fucking podcasts and i've been following this guy for i don't know 16 17 years now at this point probably more even I think even my I think my parents were still together when I first started watching Kevin Smith movies. So it's like nineteen years now at this point, almost twenty. Yeah. So it's pretty fucking heavy. You know what I mean? Like I mean, so I'll admit that I'm biased, but I still think that having if if you don't know all the backstory and everything else is going on with it, I still think you can attach and enjoy the sort of overall emotional theme of the film.
0: It's a valid point, yeah. Yeah.
3: Plus it's got a... It it does have a decent amount of jokes about, like, general societal views, you know, in 2019. Hmm. Like, it makes a lot of fun in a very, very pleasant way, which I appreciate. It wasn't just like, ah, fuck this concept because it's new age. It's like, no, we're going to make a joke about that Hmm. concept, but it's in a nice, kind way where there's nothing wrong with it. It's just new, and that's just... The situation around it And that's why it's funny Which is fun and different yeah. Especially from being from fucking Kevin Smith Are You kidding me? This shit show that made a fucking tusk <laughs> Yeah Yeah, no, this dude can make comments about society Like, at all While making a hilarious and heartfelt movie
1: That's impressive It's the same guy who named his daughter After a cartoon <laughs> character
3: so, Yeah, <laughs>
1: I mean, you have to think about that I was also gonna say that Um Having watched the movie, clearly Kevin Smith is a big fan of the A to Z podcast, so I want to thank you. <laughs> Kevin, thank you so much for listening. Mm. Uh, we are also huge fans of you, pal. You are amazing. Uh, I love you. Please, you know, get into my DMs. Let's get an interview together or something like that. Whatever you want to do. I wondered if we were going to get into this. Like, I mean, he's clearly... He was, a- he was speaking directly to you in he's several a- lines. He's an A to Z fan because Brody... <laughs> All of Brody's dialogue, if I'm not mistaken, was taken word for word from several rants that I've had on this podcast. So, I mean, clearly Kevin Smith is a huge yeah. A to C fan, and uh, we really appreciate you listening, Kev. We are also huge fans of you, buddy. Like, you
0: fucking rock. And, uh, I can't believe I never pictured you as Brody before.
1: How have you <laughs> never pictured me as Brody? I'm clearly Brody. Yeah. I'm either Brody or Jay. That's the only two ones that I have.
0: I've only seen Mallrats,
1: like, twice. Oh, Mallrats is fucking top-notch, buddy. That's good shit. Yeah. I love Mallrats. But yeah, no, he literally... Some of that dialogue was word-for-word from rants that I've had (laughs) on this fucking podcast.
0: There were several times I made eye contact with you just to see if (laughs) that is true. We're just looking at each other (laughs) like, and I'm pretty sure every time we did, I was looking at you, and I just
1: kind of was just like, "Mm, "Sorry, pal, (laughs) that's what you got." Yeah. I guess if I'm Brody, then you're uh, fucking what's his nuts? The uh, like the main uh, male romantic lead in Mallrats who doesn't do anything else afterwards. Mm -hmm. Uh, I Fucking forget who was that character? Damn it. But no, Mall, Mallrats is awesome, man. It's a really funny movie. There's some funny shit on there. Bro, I am 100% Brody. We all know that. I mean, come on. All he wants to do is read comic books, uh, hopefully, keep his girlfriend, and then just make fun of everybody else. That sounds like a to do list for Zach. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm pretty good at uh, two of those, at least. The first two? I mean, I'm good at reading comic books and. Uh, Talking shit on people. Yeah, the first two. Yeah, I don't know if she's cheated on me yet or not, but whatever. If she cheats on me, if it's like mall rats, she's cheating on me with Ben Affleck, which means that... That's a hall pass. I get to fucking hang out with Ben Affleck, Mm though. Fucking... You know what's cool about Affleck? So then
0: you're going to podcast with him instead. I see how it is. Are
1: you shitting me? Of course I would podcast with Affleck over you. Wow. No offense, pal, but...
0: No offense.
1: It's fucking Ben Affleck. He was also Batfleck. He was like one of the first guys to play Batman who was a fan of Batman. How cool is that?
0: Look, I've been in movies too.
1: Yeah, but you didn't play Batman. Yet? Yeah, yet. Once you play Batman, once you call me and then I'll fucking drop Affleck. Okay. (laughs) No, I would never leave you, buddy. You know that. I fucking love you. I don't know that.
0: I love you. You're just saying that now. There's just These nothing, are just words. There's
1: nothing more fun than to yell out Affleck was the bomb in Phantoms. Like if I ever somehow get the chance to interview Ben Affleck, mm-hmm. that's literally going to be my first like opening statement to him like uh Mr. Affleck, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it, man. I just want to say uh before we start, um you were the fucking bomb in Phantoms, bro. Because I just want to see how he reacts. He just gets up and walks away. (laughs) That's what I assume. Just be like, fucking Kevin Smith. And then just get up and leave. Oh, one of
0: those. Okay. (laughs) I'd
1: be like, hey, can you give me Kevin's number? Because I'd like to interview him more. No offense. Love you, pal. But I can definitely make a way better interview with Kevin Smith. Could you imagine me trying to interview Kevin Smith? I can't imagine you trying to interview anybody. You That's would just a talk seven so hour
3: podcast.
1: Me and Kevin's like me trying to interview Kevin Smith is 12 and a half hours long. Guaranteed. Yeah. We are ramblers.
3: Mostly chuckling as well. <laughs>
1: yeah, We'd both You're be both high. both be high as fuck. We'd both be high as shit. We're talking about like fucking Batman the Animated Series and how fucking awesome Kevin Conroy is mm-hmm. and how the fucking music from Christopher Drake was like the top notch shit. Yeah,
0: They'd never get off the topic.
1: Oh no. my God, man.
3: Like fucking Bruce Timm. one topic,
1: podcast. Yeah, like fucking Bruce Timm. Fucking coming in there, making all that shit, showrunner, drawing all of it. And you know what the coolest thing about Batman the Animated Series was? The, they did this beautiful thing Ooh, about... Someone's trying to get some Bernie points. <laughs> Are you guys texting each other while I'm fucking no. yelling shit? Yeah.
3: No, you just didn't listen to what I said. What did you say? <laughs> you said, well, you know what's cool about Batman the Animated Series? I said everything.
1: Well, I, I didn't believe it because you've never watched it. I so. have.
3: I just haven't watched the full thing. When did you watch it? As a child?
1: Doesn't count.
0: (laughs) That's when you watched it.
1: Yeah, and then I watched it seven other times for the rest of my life. I used to make my dad watch it. Did you make your dad watch it? My dad's dead. (laughs) That that doesn't answer the question. Did you make him watch Batman or not?
3: No, he had football to watch.
1: So you killed him just because he wouldn't watch Batman.
3: (laughs) This is why I shouldn't have it. This
1: is fantastic. What are you talking about? This is a great moment. This
3: is a roll cut. It doesn't matter. All
1: right, moving on.
3: That, and that's where the fuck begins.
1: No, but seriously, guys, uh, everybody run out. I guess you, I mean, if you're listening to this, I assume you're in the St. Louis area. If you're not in the St. Louis area, if you have a chance to buy a ticket for the uh, J. and Silent Bob Reboot Roadshow, buy one. Go see it. It's fucking, It's a great time. It's a, It's amazing. I've seen Kevin Smith come to St. Louis every time, except for one time that he's been here. Mm-hmm. I did miss one chance. He is an amazing—I mean, amazing everything. He's an amazing human. He's an amazing podcaster, great director, and uh, just like an amazing storyteller. And there's just something that's so cool about watching him talk, where there, he just puts so much fucking like there's so much emotion. Into everything he has. Like, he's never been embarrassed. He's never, like, shit-talked anybody. He's always just like, yeah, man, like, we're just, like, having a good time. Like, it's awesome. And, like, this is what I love about shit like that. Like, he brings a lot of positivity to you. And if you can't see it live, definitely buy it or rent it, whatever it is, whatever it comes out streaming, because it's going to be out there eventually, I assume. Pretty soon, And then, uh, also, do yourself a favor, subscribe to some of his podcasts, because they're really fucking good. Like the Smodcast, uh Jay and Saul Bob get old, Hollywood Babylon, uh, Fat Man Beyond, all of his other stuff. Look, jump on that. They're really good. He's just, he's a fun storyteller, and the reason his stories are so good to listen to is because he puts so much emotion and, like, like human interaction in them. Like, he's a guy who's kind of like, he's almost got his finger on the pulse of, like, what humanity is. And I know that sounds a little douchey. When it comes to, like, talking about Kevin Smith, I mean, this is the same guy who's making, like, I mean, this is the same guy who made the joke of fucking, uh, uh, Dedrick Bader was the security guard, Jed sub Bob Strike Back, who was willing to watch one guy blow another guy while he jerked off, but as long as he said, thank you for a lovely tea party afterwards, so, I mean, I don't, I don't want to put him in, like, this high intellectual... yeah tableau, but I mean, there's some, there's real beauty there. I mean, there's kind of like this beautiful connection when it comes to him talking to people, and I just think it's fucking, I mean, he's literally the reason that we have a podcast. So, like, the reason this podcast exists is because of Kevin Smith. Absolutely. So, whether that's a compliment or an insult, I don't know. I mean, at this point. I guess it's on
0: you. Six but. of one, half dozen of another, so.
1: <laughs> But yeah, no, seriously, guys, check it
0: out. It was fucking fantastic. Definitely worth the admission, like you said. Anytime he comes into town, you're gonna get your money's worth. We were there, we watched a movie for an hour and a half, and then he talked for an hour and 40 minutes afterwards for the Q&A. Like, mm. it's always enough bang for your buck. You're going to be entertained. It's going to be a good time. He's got a lot of interesting views on a wide range of topics. He's kind of like you, he kind of can go off on a tangent. There was one question that somebody asked him, and he went like halfway around the sun and then like kind of came, yeah, <laughs> came back and finished the, uh, the answer after that, but... So, yeah, sometimes he just wants to talk about whatever he wants to talk about, and he'll warp the question into that area a little bit. Because he's creative and smart. Yeah. The best part
3: <laughs> is, even whenever he gets off topic, it's always just pure gold of stories about people you never knew that you needed to hear stories about. Like, it's always just so good, even if it doesn't pertain to what was actually asked or what the topic was in any situation. Every single time, I feel like you go away with it with knowledge that kind of makes you better, or at least like know somebody who you wouldn't know outside of his response far better. It's really cool. Oh yeah, it's always a really good experience whenever he goes off like off topic. It's just always great. Yeah, I I, I agree.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's just funny reflecting my well. I mean, like I just went off a. fucking 15 minute long tangent about good. this shit so I was letting you guys talk a little bit no, so. I was trying to do the one thing I'm really bad at which is yes, not and. talk <laughs> I'm terrible at that yeah you just ruined it okay well why don't you go ahead and do the rest of the podcast let's okay. see what happens Good. I got this no I can wait okay
0: so our next topic <laughs> Stephen King's main home is going to become a writer's retreat and a museum that's really cool.
3: That is absolutely wonderful, actually. And now I have more things that I want to visit on my eventual honeymoon. Whenever Zach grows a pair and, you know, marries me. Okay. Because I I already want to go to uh, the Northeast anyway. I'd like to go to Salem because I'm planning, like, a fall wedding. There you go. Go to Salem around, uh, you know, Halloween. Mm -hmm. Hit up a Patriots game. Visit Stephen King some. Look, the Patriots game's for him, not me. Don't make that face of me. Mm. No, that's, that's just adding on to perfect ideas for my Northeastern vacation.
0: Yeah, they haven't actually lived in the house for a while, and so he wanted to do something for a lot of the people, because a lot of authors and stuff helped him out whenever he was younger. Yeah. Uh, a lot of his uh, former teachers at the University of Maine, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So he wanted to kind of give back to the community. He's always doing stuff for that town. So
3: Oh, yeah, he's really big into just... Especially short story writing yeah. and independent authors. He's very... He pumps people up whenever he decides that it's good enough to be pumped up. So, yeah. I mean, that's really neat. I like yeah. that a lot. Zach, do you have anything to say about it? Yeah, that's what I thought. God You'd come damn, fucking dude. crawling back. Well, you're back. staring at me like <laughs> it.
1: Just begging me to come back to this fucking podcast. That's what I do. I make podcasts happen. No, this sounds fucking amazing, man. I think it's a really good (laughs) (laughs) show. I fucking hate
3: you.
0: You just said you wanted to marry him.
3: (laughs) Not anymore. I'll go to fucking Northeast and fucking Maine and Salem on
1: my own, bitch. You can do that right now. I don't want to stop with you. Money. (laughs) Money, 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 cash, money. So, yeah, this is the house on Turtleback Lane, then, or number 19?
0: Yep. Excellent.
1: I'm in. Can I start writing just so I can live there and then possibly get him on the phone so I can talk to him for a little bit?
0: That's what I'm hoping. Oh, that'd be amazing.
1: <laughs> I'd be such a good writer. I'm great at everything. Nope. Mm-hmm. I'd be a great president,
3: too. <laughs> 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 oh,
1: no. What did you
0: spell it on me, woman?
3: the straw <laughs> out of my mouth so fast so I could say hard no that splashed on you? That's
0: what she said. Oh. And oh. Moving some comic news. I know this Ooh. is gonna excite you. Love comics. American Vampire is coming back. Hell yeah! We're gonna do an all-out monster fight finale oh, for the final is, volume.
1: Oh, my dick is so fucking hard right now. It's like it's goddamn vibranium.
0: Been on hiatus for about four years now. but Yeah, it is. Uh, both yeah. creators, Scott Snyder and Raphael Albuquerque, are oh, both yeah. coming back. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Fuck you uh, the volume is as yet untitled Coming next year in the spring or summer Oh it's on the DC black label It's gonna label. be on the Excellent. black
1: label okay. Right on right on right on yep. You know what I've been reading um, I have the DC Universe on my phone Like mm. I have the little DC Universe By the way everyone should uh sub- Subscribe to that Because it's pretty fucking dope Yeah So what I've been doing lately At work Because I haven't had anything to do For the last Like week and a half now At this point almost Okay I've read a lot of uh, Constantine comics, because I like Constantine a lot. Uh, one of my favorite comic book characters. He's really well-written. He's fun.
0: Narcissistic British dude. Yeah, I can see how you'd like that.
1: Well, I'm not British, but... <laughs> well, he's based off David Bowie, mm-hmm. but cooler. And uh, But no, he... um uh they, they have the whole thing with the New 52 where they have the, uh, the Je- Justice League Dark. Where it's like the arcane members of the Justice League. They're, like, dealing with, like, magic shit. Mm -hmm. So I've been reading some of those, too, while I'm reading the Constantine shit. It's really fucking good, pal. Oh, yeah? It's pretty fucking top-notch. Okay. I'm digging it. And, I mean, fucking American Vampire is awesome. Oh, yeah. One of us owns that. I forget which one.
0: Uh, I've got the first two trades.
1: I have at least one of the trades. Yeah. Because I know we were like, it's so hard to keep... Our, our collection separate, because me and you just trade comic books back and forth just so freely that yeah. I forget who owns what at times. But American Vampire's fucking top-notch. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know anything about it at first. I bought the first trade just because I knew, like, I just saw Stephen King's name on right. it, and I was like, mm-hmm. done buying yep. this. This is mine now. I have owned this. Uh, you will not take this away from me, or I will burn this store down. <laughs> <laughs> No, American Vampire's fantastic. I'm so yeah. happy to see it coming back. We got fucking Snyder on there? Mm. I mean, come on, dog. Like,
0: And it's following the tradition still of every volume. They keep jumping forward further into time, mm. showing how the vampires have gone through American history.
1: Yeah, if you guys haven't read American Vampire, seriously, do yourself a favor. Fucking jump on that motherfucker, because yeah. it's pretty top-notch.
0: But this final volume's going to take place in 1976, so it's going to have all the paranoia and political Pick intrigue of the 70s. It. So it's got the Cold War stuff like that and Nixon. The finale's going to also Fuck jump it. to modern times for the first time. So
1: look at that fucking the, the just the fucking uh the uh cover art is just so fucking well done. The fucking like cowboys on the top, she's like a fucking uh what do you call them flapper girl on the bottom there. Mm-hmm. It's all just red it's, it's it's black and white except for red. That's the yeah. only color in it.
0: And that you got the cover classic, art, classic, simplistic, you know. Just...
1: Yeah, that cover art is fucking fantastic. I would, I would just have that as a poster and just put it behind me whenever we start videotaping this shit, and putting on fucking uh, YouTube. We're not going to videotape anything because it's 2019 and nothing is on tape ever <laughs> from now. Video on. It's, it's all fucking digital. We're going to just stream this shit. Is the word I should have used?
0: Oh. But,
1: but no, this sounds awesome. I yeah. fucking love American Vampire. I would love to see some more. Scott Snyder is a wonderful actor. Or. What? Wow. I mean, he might be. I don't know.
3: Good for him, branching out. As far
1: yeah. as I know, he could be. Yeah. Scott Snyder is a fucking amazing writer. Okay. And a wonderful <laughs> actor. Mm. And Scott Snyder is also... He smells like cinnamon. Mm. And he tastes like blueberries. I love him.
0: It's a weird mix. Yeah, it's, it's a bit beautiful. of a dichotomy there.
3: Yeah,
1: I, I agree. That's what I thought until he blew a load on my face. And I was like, you know what? I'm okay with this. It's like I'm eating a fresh blueberry pie. Right mm-hmm. into my eyeballs. With cinnamon? Yeah, with cinnamon. Yes, of it. course, with cinnamon. It was fall.
3: Oh. All right. I'll give the, a pass.
1: Because the because the jism was falling right into my eyeballs, and right out of my
0: asshole.
3: So you thought it was cinnamon, but you weren't really
0: sure. I thought it was cinnamon, <laughs> but uh, I was well, in it's
3: dead next. Topic. <laughs>
0: so some other comic news. There's another new Joker oh, no. comic coming out, and it looks really cool. Uh, So it's called The Joker Killer Smile. It's also going to be on uh, DC Black. If you want to go ahead and read some of that.
1: Okay. Uh, Who uh, wrote this real quick? This is from IGN. This is written by uh, Jesse Sheeden? Shadeen? Shadeen? Jesse Sheeden or Shadeen. Either one. Um, Even when a comic is technically about the Joker it's difficult to actually cast the clown prince of crime as the main protagonist unlike the joker movie dc comics has always shied away from stories that shed too much light on the character's origin (sighs) or his manner of thinking better this villain's story be expressed in multiple choice literally from several different batman fucking comics With that in mind, Joker, Hidden Smile, is another strong addition to the library of Batman comics that are less about the Joker himself than his effect on those trapped in his orbit. Killer Smile's premise may sound familiar at first glance. An ambitious psychiatrist thinks they have the key to cracking Joker's mind and curing his unique brand of madness, only to find their patient may be manipulating them instead. But... This isn't really a retread of the classic Harley Quinn origin. It's Harleen Quinzel. She's not Harley Quinn until after the Joker has taken her over, but still. (laughs) Killer Smile is much more a psychological horror tale in the vein of Jacob's Ladder and Altered States. I like both of those. It's a comic where Dr. Ben Arnell, Ben Affleck, who was the bomb in fucking Phantoms, finds the lines between reality and horrific fantasy blurring. Ooh, that's fucking really cool uh, Mm -hmm. uh, cover art. I like that. Fuck, I'm about to buy this, aren't I? I think so. Writer Jeff Lemire handles the dynamic between doctor and patient well. The book makes some effort at diagnosing Joker, casting him as a performance artist, giving Gotham City the art it needs. At the same time, Lemire ensures Joker remains as inscrutable as ever, And the reader can never trust whether Joker believes a single word he's saying or is simply leading Arnell down a path of his choosing. The dynamic works because Arnell is, in his own way, just as inscrutable as Joker. He paints the picture of a bright, upwardly mobile family man, but his motivations are often called into question. Is he truly pursuing noble work or merely in it for the ego rush and recognition? And once Arnell begins hallucinating, his status as an unreliable narrator only grows. Beyond that twisted dynamic between patient and doctor, it's the atmosphere that helps Killer Smile stand apart. And that's all thanks to Andrea Sorrentino, an artist with a particular skill for finding the surreal and unsettling side of any universe in which he works. Lemire's heavy blacks and strong sense of page design ensure the book maintains an unsettling, creepy tone that occasionally veers into outright terror. Sorrentino somehow manages to make Joker look more human and ordinary than normal while still presenting him as a sinister, dangerous figure. Sorry. Yeah, no, I'm 100% in it. I, yeah. I, I was into this like three sentences in. Yeah, that's what I thought. but yeah. I dig it. I was just nervous it was going to be like the fucking The graphic novel of the fucking Joaquin Phoenix fucking movie yeah. As
3: soon as I just saw the word Joker by itself I worried you
1: that it was heard. I heard, I the heard the you movie. gasp yeah.
0: yeah,
3: no, that was I was horrified to think that maybe they would have made a comic out of mm-hmm. that concept yeah. Which would be bad But this is really cool I mm-hmm. like it
0: Moving to some video game news Definitely an older topic But I thought it was pretty funny so recently, Fortnite did the whole black hole thing. You know, I'm sure uh, you heard about that. Yeah. At the end of their season, people were freaking out, thinking that they actually were going to take down the game. But the... how
1: fucking ballsy would it be if they were just like? <laughs> Pfft, it would have been cool. Done.
0: But this article made me laugh because the uh, the new map for Fortnite was actually leaked weeks ahead of time, but the <laughs> internet thought that it was fake. <laughs> When Fortnite imploded and then rebirthed from the ashes this week with a new map, the world went crazy, but it turns out that same map leaked in September and no one cared. The fresh island introduced in Fortnite Chapter 2 was posted to the R Fortnite competitive Reddit by someone claiming to be friends with an Epic employee. According to Eurogamer, the post has since been deleted, but contained location names, a battle bus route, and a clear picture of the map's layout. <laughs> Unfortunately, the internet believed it to be a hoax, and the post was downvoted into obscurity. Suspicious Redditor branded it fake news Why would Fortnite nuke the iconic map It had used for 10 seasons The leaked map could have easily been Yet another drawing from an overactive fan's imagination I mean
1: to be fair they kind of answer their own question That like why would Fortnite nuke the iconic map It's used for 10 seasons Like, Well they've used it for 10 fucking seasons They're probably ready to make something new I would assume
0: I just thought that was funny
1: No that's pretty top notch
0: Everybody just shits on everything So Oh, it's fake. It's dumb. Why would anybody do that? And then, no, that's how the
1: <laughs> internet works. Uh, yeah. Anything that exists sucks unless it's clearly uh, reaching out to basement-dwelling virgins who haven't had a shower in at least a month yeah. <laughs> and uh, don't understand society <laughs> who can't make eye contact in the fucking drive through at McDonald's while they order chicken nuggets. <laughs>
0: And then, uh, speaking of some horrible game news, I'm sure you heard about the oh, Fallout yeah. 76 uh, season yeah, there, pass uh, thing.
1: There's a really fun uh, kind of uh, irony to this story. Mm-hmm. The day that shit all happened and everything blew up, yeah. Um, in the lore of Fallout, mm-hmm. it was the same day that the Great War happens.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, not the by newts. the year, yeah. but but the, the day. Yeah, yeah,
1: the actual date. The exact same fucking date. So. Wow fallout or todd howard let's be honest here and bethesda destroyed fallout the same day that fallout destroyed the entire world
0: so (laughs) is it the whole world or is it just the u.s oh no all of them everybody got news yeah because it was
1: like the like red army kind of like uh, the uh, Red Alert thing where it's okay. like one nuke got launched, let's fucking bomb everything. <laughs> Although it worked out beautifully for Outer Worlds because it was like this, this yeah. shit happened, and like the next day Outer Worlds came out, and they were like, yeah. Hey, we made everyone's favorite Fallout anyway, so mm-hmm. why don't you buy our fucking game?
0: Yeah. So they did. This was another, there's actually somebody that took the web domain for Fallout First, <laughs> which was the name of their DLC their program subscription player, yeah. whatever the fuck they want to call it. Mm-hmm and uh yeah they've just been shit posting everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: fantastic. Yeah. Did you hear about what uh the few people who are still playing Fallout 76 are doing? Mm-mm. Apparently if you buy that like Fallout first subscription thing, yeah. it's like you get a mark on your like gamer tag thing like it shows that you have it. Okay. And so people who haven't are just the people who have, and they're just like killing them over and over again, <laughs> which I think is just fucking hilarious to me, that it's just like, we fucking hate this, and you were dumb enough to buy it, so fuck you, nerd, <laughs> and just like, just spend their whole fucking day ruining your life. Nice. Because like, the majority of people just dropped Fallout 76 and just said, fuck this noise. Yeah. And I mean, I never even bought... Seventy six. I had nothing to do with it. Yeah, I was. I honestly, I'm sad that I bought Fallout Four because it was not that good. It really wasn't. Fallout Four did one thing well. The opening, the opening was good, but also uh, power armor. Oh, okay. The way they did power armor, I thought was really cool.
0: Pretty close to the beginning, also
1: because so. in every other. Uh, Fallout game like Power Armor was just an armor you put on like mm-hmm. that felt like you were in like you were like Iron Man at that point so, yeah. Like, which is what I always kind of thought Power Armor should sort of be like
0: mm-hmm.
1: other than that Fallout 4 sucks I don't, know, I don't
0: give a fuck <laughs> but yeah if you go to com, it's actually just a joke site because Bethesda didn't claim the web domain for it
1: why don't you click that link let's see what pops up <laughs> <laughs> Fallout fuck you first Okay. Uh, first member fucked. <laughs> first member fucked. <laughs> Private world, scrap boxes, and more coming to Fallout 76 with Fallout coming. Fuck You First. <laughs> it's coming C U M M I N G. Ever since Fallout 76 launched, we have consistently done nothing to improve and evolve the experience based on your shitty feedback. <laughs> That's why we're excited to launch Fallout Fuck You First, a premium ass-pounding membership that offers something dumbass players have been asking for since before launch. Private worlds for you and select idiot friends, so we decided to put it behind a paywall. In addition to this huge feature, Fallout Fuck You First also includes a host of pointless items and cult bonuses, all of which you can find on my foreskin. <laughs> and the best part? Fallout Fuck You First is is available to screw you right now. <laughs> That's the opening uh, fucking paragraph for yeah. uh, falloutfirst.com. <laughs> fucking good for this dude. Like, oh, by the way, I want to point this out. Can you just just scroll by it. Yeah. The fallout first, they'll give you the uh, NCR Ranger armor, the desert Ranger armor, which fucking pisses me off so much. Why is that? Well, uh, Bethesda made Fallout 76 Fallout New Vegas which everyone knows the Desert Ranger armor from was made by Obsidian So they're literally taking like the fan favorite Fallout game Fallout New Vegas okay. made by a completely different company putting some of the favorite shit because I mean the fucking the New Vegas the Desert Ranger armor looks badass as shit it's fucking cool and they're putting that behind a paywall Well, it's not even shit that they invented. Like, what the fuck, my man? Okay, let's see. This stupid-ass membership. Fallout Fuck You First will be available as a one-month Waste Your Money membership, or you can purchase a yearly cash-burning pile for a 36% discount over the monthly Waste Your Money rate as shown on our website. I will not link this scam. (laughs) That was in parentheses, by the way. If you cancel your slave membership, or it expires, (laughs) you'll still be able to access any microtransaction points you received, as well as the resources stored in your scrap box, if we don't delete them first. Cancellation will be effective at the end of your then-current membership term, or whenever we decide to stop stealing your money. (laughs) (laughs) Then we have a fun picture of uh, the... One month or yeah, months. the Pip Boy, uh, you know Vault Boy uh, uh, artwork, and one month he's holding up one finger, and then twelve month he has a twelve fingered hand, and then in parentheses under it says, "Imagine shoving that twelve fingered hand up your ass." It's okay, this membership will do it for you, <laughs> <laughs> and just another reason why I will be buying Outer Worlds tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It bums me out so much because I fucking love Fallout. I think yeah. it's it's one of my favorite game series ever. It's 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 cool shit. They've got great fucking storylines. There's great lore in it. They've oh, yeah. done a good job of making good games. Fucking Fallout Three had Liam Goddamn Neeson in it for God's <laughs> sakes, and Fallout New Vegas had Chris Christopherson in it for fuck's sakes. Oh really? Oh, yeah. Did that. you not know that? Yeah, mm-hmm. he's uh, Chief Hanlon. Okay. He's one of the Desert Rangers, uh, like he's running the Desert Rangers nice. ship. But, uh, yeah, I just, and then, and then also that guy from the fucking, from the Friends movie, or TV show, Matthew Perry? Is that his name? It's one he's, of them, yeah. He's uh, Benny, like the main guy who shoots you in the head in the very beginning of oh, me, Vegas, yeah. where he's like, you know, uh, the truth is, the game is rigged from the start, and then he shoots you in the head. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that was Matthew Perry. Actually, I, Used to have the DVD for the uh, like the making of Fallout New Vegas because I bought the co- like the super collector's edition of Fallout New Vegas <laughs> that was in a box that had uh, it had a deck of playing cards that were all Fallout uh, based had a platinum chip which is what you you know have to go fucking deliver mm-hmm. DVD of the making of Fallout New Vegas it had Fallout New Vegas obviously for the it was the Xbox 360 because I was living at home still at the time yeah. It uh, had some poker chips from the different casinos they have in the games. And it had... Oh, it had the soundtrack as well. So it wasn't the Super Collector's Edition, which came with a NCR Ranger's Helmet. Which, that one was like $150. Mine was only $100, so, you know, I'm smarter. I didn't (laughs) spend as much money. But I'll be honest with you, I don't... uh, I'm I'm not sad about any of those payments. I thought it was fucking amazing. I loved it. I fucking love New Vegas. My little brother loved New Vegas. He he literally played it more than I did. Wow. Because, like, whenever I would go and go to work, he would stay at home and play New New Vegas. Like, he would tell me shit that, like, he had done that I hadn't done because we always played it differently. Because he would just, like super strength, and then just, like, fucking knock dudes out and shit like that all the time, and I always did, like, kind of, like, charisma slash, like, gunslinger kind of shit. Like, I just wanted to use revolvers and just be a fucking desert Roman wild card and fucking fix everything, and he was (laughs) usually running a uh, melee build. There's actually a funny thing where if you do the wild wastelands thing and you drop your strength, or you drop your intelligence down to zero, or one, I think, yeah, one is the lowest you can go. Because you get the little like in the very beginning, you get to build all your stats. Obviously, mm. you know, and and, the, and they have the uh, the special uh, system is what they call it. And then you have like a couple of points you can throw around to every one of them, mm. or you can also drop points in other ones, and that gives you points to give to other ways, to, like to other places. Yeah. And he found the thing that like if you do the Wild Wastelands perk, where you get like the kind of funny riding that they did in Outer Worlds, apparently, uh, and you drop your intelligence down to one. And then you like you usually you just bump your strength up to like fucking ten immediately. <laughs> uh, like the whole thing is that like you wake up and this is like doctor's office because he found you you know shot in the head and buried in a shallow grave and mm-hmm. so he patched you up to make sure you were okay. And like he's like, "Hey, uh, how how you feeling?" You're like, "Candy." <laughs> and he's like. Oh, shit, I might have put a couple places in the wrong spots there. Sorry about that. <laughs> like, They play into the fact that you're fucking stupid, and I just think that's really awesome. That's just the kind of writing that Obsidian does and shows you why Bethesda sucks in Fallout 76. Should have never been made. Do not make a multiplayer version of everyone's favorite single-player first-person RPG. Like, yeah. it's just, there's no need for it.
0: And then the one bit of... Spooky movie news that I could find for the Halloween. The creators of The Conjuring are going to launch a it's new horror weird. franchise that's based on the uh, Lollery Mansion. Most famously featured in American Horror Story Coven. This the was the Kathy season. Bates character. Well,
3: second best season after season one.
1: Emma's favorite season. Let's yeah.
3: mm-hmm. Second best season after season one. Okay. It did have that
1: super hot chick in it, though. Bloody Raby. Yeah, oh, she's in a movie, I watched The fucking Swamp Witch yeah. The one who but likes Stevie Nicks And she's just stupid hot Oh my god
0: So in other news, the prequel series With Naomi Watts got cancelled oh. And yeah, they made a pilot For it, and apparently it was not a good pilot And uh, Yeah, so that got cancelled And a lot of people were like, oh my god, they're not gonna do any prequel series And then the very next day they announced yeah, the, uh, that there uh, is uh, going to be a it prequel is series, Fire and Blood, right? Or, uh, based on the book Fire and Blood, oh, yeah, it's yeah. called House of the House Dragon. House of the Dragon, that's right. Yeah. Yep. So could be cool. Get to dig a little bit into the Targaryen backstory. Get to yeah. see a lot more dragons. Might get to see a bit of the the war. So
3: this series is it based off of some different book? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Fire and Blood. It's his history of the Targaryens. Yeah, it's a
1: prequel. It's like the. Is that separate
3: from man. Night of the Seven Kingdoms? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I yeah. had not heard it before. I was hoping oh, okay. for a Night of the Seven Kingdoms. I don't know if you've read that, but mm-hmm. it's really fucking good. Okay. So I was hoping for that concept of a prequel. Okay, I mean,
0: we still could. There's three others. the fact
3: that I haven't read this means that I have a new Audible uh, book to download.
1: Sponsored by Audible. Not really, though.
0: Yeah, this book came out last November.
3: So,
2: oh. Yeah.
1: Okay. And like it says, it's 300 years before you haven't thrown the books, so. It's right there in the uh, giant red text. Do you
3: know how many years before the Game of Thrones books, uh, Knight of the Seven Kingdoms says?
1: Four billion.
3: About a hundred, but.
1: (laughs) A hundred billion?
3: (laughs) (laughs) I think it's about a hundred. um,
1: A hundred years?
3: Maybe a little less than a hundred. A hundred years? Maybe.
1: Okay, so this one is 300 years now. So it's still before it
0: then. So my joke makes sense.
3: Yeah, whatever.
0: So you're arguing for no reason.
3: Either way, I'm excited. Yeah, cautiously.
0: The showrunner for this is going to be the same guy that directed the Battle of Hardhome.
1: You know, apparently he's a huge fan of the Game yeah. of Thrones uh, He was, like, fighting series. against yeah. Benioff he and Wise like, trying to get fucking things Yeah. fighting those dick-knob fucking assholes who literally, in a fucking uh, Q&A at the Austin Film Festival, admitted to saying, like, yeah, we didn't pay a lot of attention to the uh, source material, we were just yeah. going to... Re- Or to to the fans. Yeah, we were just trying to write our own thing. I'm like, we weren't trying to get fantasy fans' attention. like, we we wanted NFL fans and And soccer moms moms, to like our shit. I'm like, fucking eat my diseased cock, you piece of shit.
0: Diseased? Spoiler alert.
1: Yeah, but it's okay. It happened 300 years ago, (laughs) I told you it was diseased, but I wrote it in giant red uh,
0: text so you didn't say it.
1: (laughs) got left
0: is a couple pieces of netflix news Hit it. they uh were found to be testing variable mm-hmm. speed playback have oh. you heard about this no that i don't sounds even know what uh, yes I had because... like. so it's like uh on podcasts whenever you bump it up to like 1.5 or 2x speed oh yeah that, that's how books. emma
1: listens to a lot of her shit.
0: yeah
3: no apparently i don't know this article might go into it but there yep yeah. says mm-hmm. that he would uh Tell everybody who knew and himself not participate in any Netflix media because yeah. of that option. I mean, which it does throw. I can't imagine. It's fine for film. audio. Yeah. Well, yeah. and even YouTube. I watch Critical Role podcasts, the older ones, not current ones, but I I watch the older ones in one point two five speed. Oh really? It doesn't throw things off. And there's some lulls in certain kinds of content. However, something that's produced in the way that a movie is produced. Yeah. Where there's like, logical cinematography and, like, the feel is mapped out by the director and cinematographer, like, that's absurd to oh, yeah. bump up the speed for. I Like, I get it. For everything outside of movies, yeah, fuck it. I don't care. Yeah. Fucking bump up the speed. I do that too. But for movies, that's
1: absurd. I mean, it kind of just comes down to me anyway, and ugh, it's such a douchey thing to say, but I just had to say it. <laughs> um... When it comes to movies, and especially guys like Scorsese, those are artists. Yeah. So when there is a pause in things or a lull, that's chosen. There's a reason for that.
0: If they linger a shot on an object or
1: something. They're trying to do that for a reason. And so it's like I, I can understand Scorsese being pissy about this I don't know about the whole thing of like I'll never put my fucking movies on this shit again yeah. Which I mean would just honestly give me a reason To fucking cancel Netflix finally Because Netflix besides The Witcher Hasn't really done anything I give a fuck about lately um, But I can kind of understand Where they're coming from a little or Like I understand where Scorsese's coming from And like I don't get the people who are doing Like the variable speed shit on it anyway Cause like I've heard Emma shit, like, she'll pull her headphones out of her phone every now and then. Mm. And she's, like, she's listening to Critical Role or, like, a book oh, yeah, on but... tape, and it's like, and then they her they around the corner, and then there was nothing there, and then everybody fucking died, and then we turned them on fire, and then we, we raped them to death. It's like, <laughs> what Typically, the fuck are you listening it's second to?
3: second <laughs> listens or second watch this
1: That's fair. Yeah. And, I mean, I guess I get that.
0: But and, there's and... just and mild callback. I'd do it for uh, the Douglas Movies podcast because okay. he's a fucking stoner and he's like yeah. takes 8 That's hours fun. to do his thought. So, you do 1.5 feet he sounds like a normal fucking human being.
1: Yeah. Well, I count uh I count podcasts separately from other forms of creative art. Yeah. But Cause um, we're the most creative. When it comes to uh like movies and shit like that or TV shows and things where like there's there's been a lot of uh, looks at this. Like you have a thing you're trying to do. You want it to look a certain way. Right.
0: There's a lot of care taken.
1: You shouldn't be like, yeah, let's just scoop past this. you should be like, yeah, <laughs> what the fuck yeah. ever. You know what I mean? Like, I it, it's kind of like. Um, Although
0: a, it could be a good way for us to catch up on Titans, yeah.
1: I'm trying to think of a really good example <laughs> of like a long, uh, sort of dramatic pause in a movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, you want to talk about fucking suspense, right? Sure. So the movie Seven. Let's go to the like final scene there, where you know they 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 drive John Doe, Kevin Spacey, who's a really good actor and a pedophile, which yeah. is a bummer. Brad yeah. Pitt did play Mr. and Mrs. Smith though, so you got to that. The is Mr. Smith, that is also true. But he's uh different. was it like Hicks or something like that in there? <laughs> but yeah, so it's you know it's Morgan Freeman, it's Brad Pitt, it, it's Kevin Spacey. Amazing. It's a really well done scene. It's shot well, there's a lot of good establishing shots, there's kind of pullbacks and stuff yeah, like that.
0: Helicopter, yeah, crane yeah, shots. Yeah, with
1: the helicopter crane shots and stuff like that. And then like, you know, there's a uh, UPS truck shows up and then hang on everybody spoilers for the movie seven so one two three here comes the spoilers uh brad pitt's wife gwyneth baltrow's head is in the fucking box that is directed uh to where they're at but all that it's very tense and like brad pitt doesn't know what's going on nobody knows what's going on except for john doe now imagine that at 1.5 speed like just kind of like what's in the box what's in the fucking box tell me what's going on Drop your gun! He's in the control! He's in control! Don't do it! He's in control! Don't do that! Why is he here? I had your, take your price pretty little head. I was envious. That was my spit. Like, it just, it kind of takes some of the beauty out of it. Like, there's, oh, yeah. art is left from that by taking out the pause. So I can understand where Scorsese's coming from. I think if it's an option, I guess I'm not that pissed at it, because then it's like, I mean, if you're an asshole and you want to fucking watch everything at two yeah. times speed, or... <laughs> Try to make everything look like a fucking Benny Hill skit. <laughs> if you want to watch Bullet and make it look like a Benny Hill... But, by the way, Bullet, greatest guard chase in movie history. You ever seen Bullet? I have. Okay, good. Yeah. Popeye Doyle. Huh? Steve McQueen, greatest actor to ever live.
0: Mm. I mean, there's me. Mm. Been in two movies. Mm-mm.
1: Steve McQueen's been in far more than two movies.
0: Yeah, because he... Uh, you know, had to overreach. When you do such a good job in the two that you do, you can just stop after two.
1: Hey, why don't you take over for the rest of this part?
3: <laughs> hey, Brightside, the next topic is Netflix's <laughs> The Witcher release date and new trailer is revealed today. That's right. On Halloween, which is just the best Halloween treat in the world.
0: Was it? Yeah, I okay. saw
3: the trailer and It's incredible. And I'm... And you've read
0: the books, so you know what's going on.
3: Well, I've listened to the books on Audible. Not sponsored.
0: (laughs) This is not a paid advertisement by (laughs) Audible.
3: But no, I'm really fucking excited, and so is Zach.
0: This (laughs) this looks fantastic. December the 20th. All eight episodes.
1: Yeah, we all know what I will be doing that Friday night slash uh, Saturday morning. It's an early Christmas present. Yeah. Probably going to finish this whole series in a day, honestly. Like, let's be honest here. You think I mean, so? I mean, come on, man. It's The Witcher. This is my shit. This is, like... This is something that's pretty fucking heavy. But this is my second favorite book series of all time here.
3: Your current DD character is half based off of Geralt.
1: That is true. He's half based off of my uh, favorite book series of all time. Hmm? Fuck Roland... And Carol, that's what writer is in in D&D. Okay. But yeah, I mean, fucking The Witcher is my second favorite book series of all time. And it is fucking wonderfully written. They're fucking fantastic games. All of them rule. Although, I've never played the first one. Mm. I assume it rules. I've heard that it rules. Okay. The Witcher 2 is fucking top-notch. The Witcher 3 is so good, I can't finish it. Oh, and also, the Gwent iOS game just dropped today so everybody can download that Gwent is the card game they invented for The Witcher 3 oh okay so now there's an iOS app for it it's probably on Android too you should check that shit out okay
0: is that what Thronebreaker is about
1: GWENT Gwent it's a card game
0: yeah what's Thronebreaker that's another Witcher thing right I don't think so I thought it was I thought Thronebreaker
1: was like Warcraft
0: Thronebreaker The Witcher Tales oh the spinoff of the video game right uh, yeah standalone single oh. player component for okay
1: so this yeah this is the one that they had on steam that you could play yeah now they have uh like a mobile version okay the same thing and it's I'm just say I, I, it's just called Gwent. okay see i was unaware of that i don't follow okay. the pc shit that gotcha. well like honestly that's on me sorry no it's all right i apologize but yeah no the uh fucking trailer looks amazing we actually just watched it earlier yep Uh, You are a guy, uh, you haven't read the books. I don't think you even played the games, if I'm not mistaken.
0: I played the first act of Witcher 2.
1: Okay. But uh, you've you've seen the trailer. Mm -hmm. What do you think?
0: Looks pretty cool. I like that it's like a toned-down fantasy. You're not getting all, like, supernaturally stuff. Like, I'm sure that stuff is going to be in there. Oh, yeah. But I like the fact that, you know, they're drawing you in just based on the characters. You want to be able to watch these characters and... It's uh, a lot more uh, in-depth than I thought it would be. Like, Netflix threw some money at this. Oh, this yeah. isn't cheaply made. It's got some pretty cool effects already. I liked his little uh, lightning spell that he did. Is that it a lightning. spell? It's force. Oh, They're
1: called it? signs. Okay. They're combat spells.
0: Gotcha. But he's not technically like a magician or anything like that, right? No, he's a witcher. Okay.
1: They can use combat spells, which are very simple. Well, they're called signs. They're very simple spells. Uh, You still have to have a little bit of magic in your blood to use them.
0: Oh, really? Okay. I mean, not a lot. But not all... So not all witchers can... No,
1: all witchers have that. Oh, they do? It's part of the mutations. Witchers go through... uh, It's called the Trial of Grasses. Okay. Where they're put through a bunch of different mutations and things like that to, like, make them magical, make them have... uh, You can't... It's it's kind of a bummer. It's the one thing I have... Not against, but the one thing that I wish they could have done a little bit better Mm -hmm. is... uh, Geralt and all the witches are supposed to have vertical uh, irises. Oh, really? Yeah, like like almost like a cat. You know what I mean, like a cat's eye. But uh, like, I mean, obviously that was just that's gonna be super expensive to do. Like, he would either have to wear like super uncomfortable contacts at all times, yeah, or, or they
0: digitally yeah, say
1: or some dude on CGI is gonna have to do every fucking scene to make his fucking irises like up and down. That's a necker. Nice. And um Wanna pronounce that more thoroughly? Necker. <laughs> that's what they're called.
0: We got some, yeah. yeah.
1: It was a soft. I was R. excited
0: about that. I, I didn't realize that when I watched the trailer. I
3: mean the the games are very nudity heavy and the oh, yeah. books oh, really? are strongly oh, yeah. sexual oh. books.
1: Oh, do you think that's supposed to be uh whenever Geralt and Yan meet each other again, whenever they're at that fucking like uh it's basically like, um, co coachella, but in fucking um medieval times where like everybody like goes to the one tree or whatever and parties. Bye. I bet you that's what that's supposed to
0: be. Maybe. We're we gonna get some sandworms.
1: That's def- actually yes. Sweet. sandworms. Oh that's where little horse comes from. Little horse is gonna be in this Hell yeah Little Horse is in this motherfucker. Little horse is a unicorn that Siri meets at one point. Oh. Oh hell yeah! Look at that shit.
0: Yeah, he got some scars.
1: Yeah, he's supposed to, he's a fucking monster hunter. Of course, he has scars.
0: He's apparently not a very good hunter, then.
1: Better watch your fucking tone, son. It's a bummer that Apple named their i their AI Siri. Yeah. Because um in the books, the princess who's in there, who you're looking at right there, Sorella. She's known as Siri. Okay. And if Apple wouldn't have named their AI Siri, I one hundred percent would have named my daughter Siri.
0: Wow. So, oh, this yeah. is the grass trials. No, oh. no, no. This just, is
1: um. So the whole think... thing. Okay. Oh, no! Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so the whole thing, uh, the trials of the grasses, um, witches are mu mutated. Where you know they have super fast uh re- reflexes. They're strong. They're very agile. That is fucking Pavetta's. Uh, coronation. that's where Siri is born. Um, they're uh, fast do what not born, but... The witches with the trials of grasses they're uh, put through this like trial things where they're they're mutated and they like they go through like magic shit and like genome stuff like they can't be poisoned. Uh, they're super fast, super strong. Their eyes have those, like, vertical slits where they can see in the dark and stuff like that. Okay. And, in fact, Geralt uh, goes through, like, a heavier version of it, which is why his hair is white. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Cause That's it's, not a
0: normal witcher thing?
1: Uh, no, 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 no. Not all witcher's hairs are white. He goes through, like, an extra part of the Trial of Grasses. Like, they're really experimenting to see if he could like, take it. Yeah. So, like, he's a little bit faster than, like, everything else with the witchers. But he loses all the pigment in his skin and his hair. So, his hair is, like, milky white. His skin is very, like, you know, uh, pale. Okay. Anyway, the thing I was pointing out there where he's, like, all, like, he looks like he's been poisoned or something like that. Right. Witchers uh, take elixirs, which are deadly to normal people. But, uh, for them, it, like, increases their, you know, like, their senses. It makes them stronger, faster, uh. They have the ability to, like, take a lot of damage and, like, uh, you know, so not like feel pain salts. and stuff like that. Yeah, kind of like that, but it's, okay. like, it's made for them, and, like, it's it, it's stuff that a witcher takes before they go out. Because, like, the whole thing about witchers is that, like, they're 100% neutral. They don't care about anything. They just, they're literally, they hunt monsters. That's their stuff. Okay. They hunt monsters. They get paid. They leave, and they move on. That's it. That's what witchers do. Okay. But if
0: the monster can convince them that they're not evil, then... For Geralt, yes. Okay.
1: Geralt doesn't kill uh, sentient beings.
0: That's a cool shot. <laughs> that's
3: really
1: cool. Oh, that's, that's the, the fucking... Yeah, yeah, that's the ball. That's my, one of my favorite moments in it. Uh, there's a ball where uh, Yennefer makes Geralt go to this ball of like, all the sorceresses and shit like that, where everybody goes like together. Oh, they did make her eyes purple. I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy about that. Um, that's
3: actually in the trailer that came out today.
0: Yeah, these are all images from the trailer.
3: Well,
1: yeah. But, you know, it's actually kind of funny because Geralt, like, gets drug along to this elegant ball with Yennefer where she makes him go because he is, or, yeah, he is her just arm candy. Yeah. That's what she uses him as for most of the time. And, uh, he's pissed because the suit she's making him wear is tight in the armpits and he's super uncomfortable and all he wants to do is get lit. That's literally like in the writing He's like all he wants to do is get drunk And then she's like don't get too too drunk He's like that's literally the reason I'm here for <laughs> And so she's like I'm gonna go talk to my friends You be good And he's like alright fine And he like goes over to the table to find shrimp and wine That's all he's looking for He just wants to like eat a bunch of shrimp And then just drink a shit ton of wine And then later on some shit happens at, the, at this party That he gets in a fight later on and um, during the fight, the armpit seams of his coat he was wearing finally like burst because of like you know the sword movements he was making. He's like, well, at least this thing's finally fucking comfortable now. And then, like that—that's like the whole one thing that they throw into it. He's one of my favorite <laughs> written literary characters of all time. Geralt is the fucking man.
3: Well, we're all out of topics. So I guess it's probably question time.
1: Is it question
0: time? I think so. Okay. Can you get the queen of questions over here? I'm
1: so
3: fucking I'm already here. For the Witcher,
0: Okay, it
1: is Halloween, so let's get this spooky Queen of Questions. Ooh.
3: Yo, what up, haunt your ass? Uh, the one question we have is from at Brent Smith411. Brent Smith! One of my favorite boys, B. even S. though he sends cursed questions. This one's less cursed. That's good. Uh what would be the worst buy one, get one free sale of all time? AIDS. <laughs>
1: well
0: Yeah It's well, hard to argue. Let's see
1: the worst buy one get one sale of all time. Um
0: besides AIDS, obviously. Yeah. Hmm. Cats Cats? The musical?
1: Both. Mm-hmm. Oh okay. Well
3: yeah. both.
1: Um, tickets to Joker the movie open heart surgery cause then not only do you have to die in a mass shooting by a fat incel so does one of your friends that you brought with you
0: <laughs> no you just bought two seats cause you're that fat
1: no seriously though yeah, well. worst buy one get ones yeah. uh, lung
3: removal surgery
1: is that a oh.
0: thing
3: well, no, but if you bought one and got one free, you'd lose both lungs, so that's a problem. I mean, that's
0: yeah. fair. That's but called dark comedy. I don't think mean. there's a lung. Yes, and bitch. <laughs> really, you want to do that? <laughs> Marriage licenses. <laughs> Oof. That would just be sad. Yeah.
1: Or would that just be like, is it marriage license? Like you get one that you don't have to sign the other, like party of. So you just got like one saved in case you need it. Freebie. Hmm. Because that would be like that would actually be pretty helpful. Because most marriages end in divorce anyway. Yeah. This is like eighty percent of marriages end in divorce now at this point.
0: Yeah, I'm a statistical anomaly. I'm I'm eight for eight with my marriages so far. So.
1: That's why you're marrying us. You've been married eight times.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I've done eight marriages. Not
1: count as a win. No, I'm, I, all I'm saying is that, like, if your marriage license is just, like, you get you and then, like, plus one on it, that's mm-hmm. actually a pretty good deal. Because, like, I mean, you know it's going to end in divorce anyway, so now you're ready for whenever you get married again. But then if it's, like, the person you're marrying, mm-hmm. just, just two licenses of that, that's just going to be... I guess it wouldn't be that big or probably just burn I'm just saying you them. have to put up yeah, with two different women. That's not the worst. Like, it's hard enough to put up
0: with one woman. Now you got to put up with two of them.
1: Yeah, that's all I do on this podcast. You and Emma, you fucking bitch. Yeah, we're up. Or, by... You don't even
0: get to say our Twitter name, I'm just closing. Or
1: in my normal life, where my whole life is uh, Emma and Alex's relationship, and then I'm just kind of on the sidelines. Well, that's fair. What was that? You had something to say? Yeah, I don't think so. Well, anyway, guys... Brent, I hope that's a good enough answer for you, pal. I still think AIDS is the number one, but that's just... That's just me. Maybe I'm a little biased. Probably because I already have it. And biasy, uh... biasy. <laughs> yeah, that's my new D&D character's name. Hmm. biasy. Okay. Uh, he was a young boy, and he was leaving the theater, and his parents were shot when he was eight years old. Okay. <clears throat> that's good. No, but seriously, guys... Uh happy halloween i guess yeah. let's, let's throw that out there sure happy late halloween happy early christmas yeah. wherever this happy sh- november 9th happy possibly thanksgiving depending on when this shit comes out november 9th
0: november 9th yeah
1: i mean i had fun how about you buddy did you have fun uh
0: i had an enjoyable time yeah. i don't know if fun is the right word for it but okay yeah
1: i assume emma had fun but she's taking a pee so who knows um you can do your emma voice Oh my God, Zach, your dick is so big! Oh, it's hitting my fucking esophagus through my pussy. What are the odds? Damn!
0: Right in my pussy. <laughs> it sounds just like her. I thought
1: she was here. No, but seriously, um, I had a good time, man. This is a fun time. I always love fucking Halloween, and I always love fucking podcasting. Like those are two of my favorite things, man. Yeah. Like this is always a good time.
0: Two great tastes that taste great together. Exactly.
1: Hey, babe, did you have a good time? Yeah. Anyway, thanks again so much for listening, guys. I hope you had as much fun as we did. Uh, Love you all. I love you, Andrew. I love you, Emma. I love all of you listening. Uh Um, Happy late Halloween. Happy early Christmas. Happy possibly right on time Thanksgiving. We'll see. Please keep sending in stuff, topics, questions, comments, concerns, burns, jokes, whatever it is. I will read it because I just like attention. I like, uh, what's the word?
3: Attention.
1: Affirmation. And, um, you guys are all beautiful. As always, you can and should follow us on Twitter. You've got at BigGuyACV. That's me. If you want, uh, it's like a nice... Sweet sort of wholesome follow Like if you want to follow Keanu Reeves If he had less hair and less talent And more height That's Andrew And then um, you've also got At Melch knows best M-E-L-C-H knows best And that's if like Joe Pesci was the same height But fatter And had a beard And didn't have a shitty Jersey Italian accent That's me and you can follow me on that you should also follow just our podcast and that is at the A to Z show. Giant thanks to the Queen of Questions, our social media manager. You can email us on the Gmail and that is a to Z show dot ask at Gmail dot com. Oh also don't forget, uh pretty soon here I will be throwing out a poll for what you guys want to hear for a review episode. We can do um uh, I'm thinking we're gonna do Joker, Titans season one. Yeah, probably uh, N War or Endgame. Game. What is it for the <laughs> Avengers? <laughs> yeah, End, yeah, yeah, end game. <laughs> I was like, I thought you said the
3: letter N. Yeah, War. And That's I was why like, I said
0: huh. end, end War. <laughs> end war. No,
1: you can't use a hard R. It's End War. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll just skip the
1: whole thing. <laughs> Oh, also, uh, if you guys are listening, do me a favor, send me some feedback on this. I'm kind of thinking about me and Varble stealing something from uh, Fat Man on Batman and Smodcast. Oh yeah, of doing kind of a uh, like a live commentary for some kind of movie. Like oh, a riff yeah. tracks. Yeah, like not exactly a riff track, mm-hmm. so We're going to talk about the film. We're not going to just burn it.
3: Uh, like a commentarium, which nobody knows what that
1: is. Nope, we it's don't. A thing. Yeah, sure.
3: It's commentary. On films.
1: But yeah, no, uh, we can do some, um, like some live, well not live, but like some fresh commentaries for movies. If you guys just throw them out, whatever you want to do, yeah. we can just watch them here on our uh, screens and sure. we'll make sure that the audio and shit isn't in it and we'll tell you when we're starting and kind of give you like a time code every now and then to make sure we're Synced. in sync. But I think that, that that would be fun. That would be fun for us to do. Even if they don't say that they want that I think we should still do stuff like that every now and then I yeah think that, that would be a fun time
0: yeah they don't know what they want until they get it
1: yeah yeah teach them a lesson that's right yeah they cry because they want it yeah look at how they're dressed that's you, gotta, how they want. you gotta
0: correct them <laughs>
1: <laughs> thanks again for listening Don't forget to interact with us on Twitters and the emails and the uh, live. World. Yeah, yeah. If you see us on the street...
0: Wave at us. Give us a hand job. Oh, well, can. that too. Spit on that palm
1: first. Like, what's up? Hmm. Let's fucking party. Uh, Anyway, so, happy late Halloween. Happy early Christmas. Happy possibly directly on time Thanksgiving.
0: Happy you, November 9th.
1: You are all fucking beautiful. I love every one of you. And don't ever forget that if... Steve Carell can be a fucking actor You can be anything you want And we all love you We will see you guys next week